there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Robbo, we're doing a late podcast this week. Yes. Why is that? Uh, I've just finished my book. You read a book finally. I, re- I read a book, yeah. I'm a slow reader. Uh, I finished writing a book and I was up, I've been up late the last few nights. Have you cooked your brain? I've cooked my brain. I'm, I'm feeling pretty belligerent at the moment. Right. So, let's do this. All right. Oh, and in one year's time, please buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as promised, we are going to discuss semen retention. Did we promise or we decide after the... AKA NoFap. If we didn't promise, then we were pretty foolhardy to select it as the topic for this week. I <laughs> I thought we said after them off mic. Should we yeah. do it next week? Yeah, let's do it next week. We should have said no then. I've been against it from the start. It's so icky. <laughs> and it's just full of people that hate women. Yeah. Even is. more so than what we normally do. So, all right. What are we talking about, Cam? Semen retention, aka NoFap. Well, actually, there's sort of two, like, there's two layers to it. Mm. There's two levels. And then in the f- first level, there's like two levels to that as well. Multi-leveled masturbation situation. So, like, the least cooked... Level is dudes who have clearly been whacking off way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, I'm just, I have to stop. And I've found a, a community that is going to support me in like trying to resist me urges, right. mm. the onanistic urges. Which, that's, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. There is a, like, there's a little bit of conspiratorial thinking around it. There's sort of an idea that a society is promoting like excessive uh masturbation mm. and they're like there's all of these they're like oh the medical fraternity are like yep anything goes it's like i'm fairly sure that even if someone put up a thing saying oh you know you should whack off five times a day there'd be a little footnote in there they're like obviously don't do this <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that the whole Western medical thing? Moderation? Yes. In everything? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the conspiracy, conspiratorial side of that that I found was 
basically now that females have all the power mm. in Western society, uh, they are using their influence to bombard us with sexual imagery in order to just get us all randy yeah. as males and I guess uh, people that are either bisexual or, or attracted to women mm. uh, to just bloody beat off all the time mm. and then lower our testosterone and make us beta males, not alpha males. Yeah, so this this is that's like the cooked level of like the basic... Yeah, yeah. Did I just ramp things up too quickly then? No, that's fine. Okay. Because there's nothing, there's no, like, there's obviously, there's some guys who are like, all right, I was, you know, spending all day in the bathroom and my boss was like, oh, is that report done? Yeah. Like, no, it's not. And at some point they're going to look at the internet history. But then, yeah, the next level up from that is this insane uh, female matriarchal conspiracy to drain us of our essence. mm because I guess when you talk about medical things, every few years there comes out an article, right, saying if blokes want to stave off testicular cancer, they should ejaculate more. Mm. When does more become too much? I don't know. If I'm medically- asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't know if medically speaking it does, does it? Well, I don't know. Is I, it clean, I mean, out, clean I, out your pipes? I remember when I was, Isn't that the point? I remember when I was a kid... There used to be like, if you ran out of semen, you'd die. Myth going around. <laughs> which I had a thought of that before we recorded, so I could have looked it up. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that's not true. <laughs> no. no. Like, it, the... the <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, like, you, you're 10 years old or whatever. Some kid in the playground tells you. Oh, no. Because the... So, the, the what they're talking about doing it too much is more the impact it has on you psychologically... You're like, I think these guys are talking about physically, right? But, mm. let's, but psychologically, let's forget the cooked guys who think if you jizz too much, you're gonna die, right? <laughs> if you're jerking off so much that you have to go off and jerk off five times a day at work, you've got a problem. Yes, yeah. yeah. So if, I think if you're watching so much porn and jerking off over it so much that you can't interact with the opposite sex too much mm. again anymore, you've got a problem. Yeah, it's not. I just add all my essence and now I've got no manliness left. <laughs> That's not ever going to be a problem, is it? No. 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 Th- that is that is the next level of it, though. Yep. So, take us down that level or up to that level. That's about it. Oh, right. Right. You jerk out your essence. Well, so, a lot of the people say that you become, I guess, more loaded with pheromones and testosterone, so then you become more attractive to the, the female sex. This is holding it in, yep. not jerking yeah, too yeah, much yeah. of it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So keeping it all in, um, I, I saw on the sub... But couldn't you have like a Walking Dead situation? You know, when like they cover themselves in gore, so like the zombies won't attack them? Couldn't you just cover yourself? And it's like essentially the same as keeping all those pheromones in? So Wouldn't that make you attractive? So what you're saying is people should be... Jacking off, rubbing okay. it all over them, yep. yeah. and then going out to bars and trying to, or supermarkets, or even a local sporting club. Yeah. Here's my question. Has anyone tried it? Then you can't disprove it. You know but what? You know you what? <laughs> yes, I think someone probably has. But are you, are you saying you do that to attract them or to like, so the psycho matriarchy can't detect you and, and take, you know when Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator falls in the mud and the Predator can't see him anymore? You, yeah. I'm gonna go out into the world. So the matriarchy, you so all you, all that's uncovered is your eyes. It's kind of kind of like a reverse they live situation. Yeah. <laughs> then you go out into the world, and the devil women can't get you. You yeah. can go about your business. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. 
when they look back in history and go, where, where do we think Hypothopod jumped the shark? <laughs> this so, has got to be it. This is our Simpson season ten. <laughs> a lot of the like a lot of the let's just help each other out communities on Reddit. Mm. Mm. I found like a lot of these essence guys are on YouTube, mm. um, and they've uh, some weird videos on YouTube. Some of them they need to go back and maybe edit them. Yeah, there was a, a big one I saw where it um just opened with a couple of Louis C.K. bits yeah. about how gross <laughs> masturbation is. Right, it's like this hasn't aged well. Yeah, at let's, all. yeah. let's lose those bits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Louis C.K. has bits about how he doesn't like masturbation. Yeah. Well, his thing is more about how he jerks off and then feels immense amount of shame about it. Well, maybe because you're doing it in front of people that don't consent to you jerking off <laughs> yeah. in front of them. Yeah. yeah, one of the some of the cook videos I saw on the YouTube were like people. Well, one guy started off with some reggae music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about it was you know how reggae is very homophobic at the best of times. Mm. Uh, so it was kind of like very homophobic reggae music, mm-hmm. uh, all about Sodom and Gomorrah. And, you know, we should uh, stay pure. And then uh, he was just reading an email that he got from someone who was a feminist. And just like the lady said, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Because apparently this guy goes on rants about how women need to be like more feminine. And this lady wrote in taking issue. Um, and he's like, well, you're being a bitch now. So I'm going to call you a bitch. <laughs> and then he started going on about how masturbation was bad. Um, he also has a lot of videos about being lonely <laughs> and um, about how yeah, Western women are evil and there are places where women are nice and his loneliness and the fact that he's single is causing him anxiety. So I feel like he should lay off the homophobic reggae, mm. maybe go see someone and get some help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to get really cooked? Yeah, 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 so. definitely. So I went back to our old mate, the Sun Gazer. Oh yeah, yeah. which one? The, the guy that was just stoked on sun gazing. Yeah, yeah. He had a good thirty-minute video about semen retention. Okay, I didn't manage to watch the whole thing. I did start skipping at one point through mm. it, and then it's like, nah, you have to, you have to follow the thread because I skipped and it was like it changed very dramatically what he was talking about. <laughs> right. Uh, but basically. Mm. What you are really doing is violating the will of God and oh. violating cosmic law. Cosmic law? Yeah. Is cosmic law different than the will of God? Uh, I think it's the same thing. Okay. So, well, the will of God is that you follow cosmic law, surely. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, bodily fluids have magic properties. Mm-hmm. We all know this. Blood. You use in magic, blood magic. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's true. So, it would just read so that all of your other bodily fluids would have some sort of magical property. Well, that actually comes up with the whole spirit cooking thing mm. as well, yeah. uh, where there's semen involved allegedly in some of that. And there yeah. probably is, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and the satanic panic around all the spirit cooking. So, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, your fluids are as pure as you are. Yeah. So this, his example is like if you eat a lot of salty food, like your sweat will get really salty. It's like, hey, isn't sweat normally reasonably salty? Yeah. 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 Or... Am I just, do I just eat so much salt that my sweat is always salty? I've never known any different. We have been talking about it off mic, Cam. And How salty my sweat is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's getting a bit out of control. you got to lay off the salt. The other thing you got to remember is uh, you're inviting attack from parasites in the astral realm. Shit. Whoa. I do not need that in my life. Explain. 
wait, I'll, I'll do a piss wizard spell to like <laughs> stave him off. So there's, yeah, there's when you dro- he's talking now about magical essence. Mm. Yeah. When that's gone, then you're not protected against astral parasites. Uh, your spirit has changed your DNA. Sorry, for, let's just dial that back one second. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of astral parasites. Yeah. How concerned do I need to be about these? You need to be massively concerned. Okay. So your spirit is part of, like, is connected to your DNA, right? Yeah. So if a bunch of your DNA... <laughs> is that the second verse of your knee bones connected to you? <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of your DNA is suddenly gone. Yeah. But your spirit's gone. You're leaving yourself open. Ah. So apparently sleep paralysis, when you experience that, that's actually, you know, you're being fed on by these astral parasites because ah. you're coming from the, like, the astral... The astral realm, where mm. you are in your sleep, mm. coming into the boring realm that we have to live in and go to work in. Yeah, right. Commute, commute in. Yeah, <laughs> they done tests with people who have sleep paralysis to find out whether they jerked off the night before. It's all of your DNA is linked to your uh, to your spirit. Mm. Then just hair falling out is like your DNA. Yeah, falling mm. out everywhere, and all your skin falling off. Yeah. Probably standing in front of the sun, drying up your skin for excessive amounts of time yeah. is not going to help either. Yeah. So yeah, when you when you've the way he put it is when you're feeling sleep paralysis, that's you waking up with an entity sucking on you. But I don't know if you meant like Ghostbusters or <laughs> right. Um, I don't think I've ever had sleep paralysis, but if I ever do, I am going to be terrified. Yeah. Apparently, they feed on lustful energy. Really. Right. Yeah. But it's, how do you learn that? How does this person know this? How do, how do you even come up with that idea? Yeah. Like, what? Well, I looked at, like, astral... The, I was like, oh, well, this is clearly just this guy's cooked thing. I looked up astral parasites. Apparently, it's a a thing that's out there. Okay. It's um sort of realigning your chakras is a good way to stave them off. All of that stuff. It's just a sort of a new age mm, okay. trope. Yeah, right. Interesting. So, yeah, that's the other level. Mm. If they feed on lustful energy, though, who's going to be full of more lustful energy? The guy who's just, like, had sexual release Mm. or the dude who hasn't jacked off for six months? Yeah, and that's, like, the the theory of people that don't do it. They're getting the the pheromones and they are lustful. Yeah, so they should be getting all parasited up, right? Yeah, they'll be bloody dripping with parasites. So... I think that about covers it. <laughs> there was a, one of the things I saw about like the like how it makes you healthier because the the semen that you don't ejaculate gets reabsorbed into your body, right? And it's supposed to be full of like protein and full of oh. like all this goodness that your body needs. Yeah. So your your body reabsorbs it. Mm. And I don't know if that's actually what happens to unused semen. When you don't ejaculate it, or whether it just sits there. Yeah, your body just doesn't make any more. Eh? Body, I assume your body just doesn't make more. I bet doctors would know a lot more about this, mm. biologists. But I mean, in terms of reabsorbing it, that protein and everything, like you get all that benefit from our predator scenario. Just what? reabsorb it through your skin. skin yeah, logically. Yeah. Right, okay. So you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. See, <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? Do we think that that now that Western society has more women in power, they're using that to bombard us with sexual imagery? No, I don't no. think so. Hmm. Neither. 
I think this whole topic was cooked. Yeah. But we need to cover this cooked stuff. And I guarantee you in like two weeks there'll be something where Donald Trump like tweets hashtag nofap and everyone's going to be like, thank God Hypothepod worded me up on this content. The bloody, someone will shoot up something and they'll be like, ah, it was a nofap guy. Yeah. They're trying to smear us. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, (laughs) we know how to smear you. And I guess like... The world today is quite sex positive, right? Yes. Sexpo is this weekend. Oh, yeah. You have sex positivity. And yep. right. If you're doing this, don't go to Sexpo. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you'll make a mess. <laughs> um, but is the is it also the people who are no fap, potentially people who are just like less positive about sexuality? Yeah, I think and like seeing the guys like the homophobic reggae guy. Yeah. It's definitely that Christian Puritan style. Yeah. You know, and I guess when it comes into women bombarding us with sex, sexual imagery. Yeah. It was all kind of tied into that. Yeah. The, because uh, your mate, the sun gazer guy, you said took it back to God and everything, right? Mm. So it seems like it's a bit of a, it's sexual repression Mm. being masqueraded as actually this is like really good for us. Mm. When like Cam said at the start, I think generally moderation of everything is pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you are letting your masturbation ruin relationships, yeah, probably dial it back a couple. In terms of like uh, the matriarchy uh, and like women being in charge and bombarding us with sexual imagery, uh, there's still very much a patriarchy. Yes. And if women were in charge, they'd probably be like, all right, now that we're in charge, can we dial back all of the sexual imagery that we've been complaining about? Mm. The reaction to, say, a Louis C.K. situation would have been more positive and they would have said, ha-ha, we've won. This is our, Mm. look at him just masturbating anywhere, not what the hell are you doing, you creep. Yeah. Which was the right, let's make that clear, it's the right reaction to the creep. Yeah. And is is it not like proof of the patriarchy that – all these Hollywood people have like been exposed as, you know, being sexual, sexually abusive or whatever. Yeah. But the president of the US who is on tape talking yeah. about and people he's been, by the pussy. Being accused by 16 different people. Yeah. He's like just still there. Did you notice just before we finish with this, it's sort of connected. Uh, did you notice with Pizzagate? Mm. All these Pizzagaters. Uh, firstly... On the one hand, I've seen some of these pizza gators like, uh, we had this situation where these elites are running this pedophile thing. And it's like, oh, interesting. The mainstream media stops focusing on this and they're just looking at these, you know, just these Hollywood people. They're just, you know, they're mm. just like Hollywood people. It's like, no, they're very powerful people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that Weinstein to like a patsy, a full, the full guy for the whole situation. Yeah. Right. But then you get the Roy Moore situation where the Washington Post uncovers that this guy, this judge, who's, you know, an actual judge mm. and is now running to be a senator and there's all of the, they've gotten all of these women to come forward and say, you know, he sexually assaulted me or he tried to date me when I was a teenager mm. and now it's like more and more are coming out. It's like he, apparently he was, if not banned from his local shopping mall for trying to pick up the teenage employees, yeah. at least... Every teenage employee in the shopping mall was warned about him. Apparently, the security guard to warn to, to watch out for that guy Jesus. at the shopping mall. And like, and I read today at one point he 
one of them, he like tried to pick up some chick in the mall. Mm. Next day, she's at school. She gets called to the principal's office. There's a phone call. It's this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cooked things coming out about this guy. Mm. But they're like, nah, this is completely different. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That Pizzagate crowd have been just gleefully looking for any possible like sex offences from anyone mildly famous mm. to the point where they're just like willing it to happen. You know, oh, I can't wait till we, we find out. I was like, right. oh, really? You look, you want it? Like they want it to be true so much mm, yeah. that they really want it to be true, yeah. which is a really messed up way to look at the world. But then this happens and they're like, no, nah, nah. need more evidence. It's yeah. just a smear. <laughs> um, they do things differently in the South was his lawyer was pretty much saying on CNN the other day. Yeah, yeah I did. Say, there was the um, some Republican guy was like, look, in the Bible, uh you know, Mary was like 15 years old or something. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and a lot of people have then been pointing out famous musicians that have had relationships with teenage girls over the years. Anthony Kiedis yep. was one from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, famously, wasn't his 14 year old cousin or Yeah, something? married his cousin. She was 13 or 14. Um, Led Zeppelin, maybe? Yeah, I think they were probably in the mix. Like heaps of those Iggy, bands. Iggy that, Pop? Yeah, had like teenage groupies. Mm. Guess what? That wasn't okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about something a little less icky mm. or is it i don't yeah. know yeah it yeah. is yeah. yeah much uh indigo children all right is our other topic for the day what is i remember i read up about indigo children ages ago and found it quite interesting special kids special kids yeah so what is an indigo child <sighs> um indigo children it came out was it in the 70s where this lady and i can't remember her name but i don't know nancy something? nancy and tap thank you she was into auras. Yeah. And she noticed in the 70s, a lot of kids were being born with indigo-coloured auras. Yeah. So she, she hypothesised that they were the new evolution of, of children. Wait, were there no kids with purple auras before this? Uh, I'm not well-versed on auras. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I did think about looking up like the whole, because this is all kind of based on you have a colour and, and that's your colour and mm. that means something about you. Yeah. So if you were indigo, you are special. And basically... There are traits within these indigo children which make them uh, different and thus more connected to the universe and the world and yeah. transcend what we know and they're the higher evolution. And they were they they were beings that were sent here basically to help the world go to its next level yeah. of vibration or whatever to To ascend. To ascend to a better place than we are now. So these were like kids in the seventies, so they were gonna be going through like their Saturn return. In the nineties, yeah, mm. I think yeah, sixties or so, sixties or so. I think because I think of the whole flower child thing coming to it as well. Yeah, so it kind of like the actual it got traction in the nineties and early aughts. Mm. So there's conferences for indigo children and things like that. So it was when they were kind of growing up and hitting yeah. adulthood. They're like, oh, maybe I was an indigo child, or maybe my kid's an indigo child, or mm. whatever. Um, but basically, the hallmarks are pretty vague. Yep, really. Um, yep. There's a, a I can't remember the name of it, but it's a part of like psychology where there's 
you know, like astrology and things like that, where they you can give vague, uh, you know, vague reasonings for things, and people are like, oh, that is me, you know, like cold, yeah. cold, cold reading. reading. Yeah, um, there's a there's a technical name for it. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, uh, I actually took a test to see if I was an indigo child before on the on the old internet. Oh, really? Uh, How did you go? Uh, I did not. You could see where it was going, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm not an indigo child. What but sort of questions were they? It's like, do you ever feel alienated by society? Yeah. Yes. Um, and do you find that people don't understand you sometimes? Hang on, what did you put down for these? <laughs> but you came out as not an indigo child. Well, I tried to manipulate it, yeah. um, but like within reason. Right. Wait, what are you manipulating, though? Surely you do feel alienated from society. If I was you, I'd feel massively <laughs> alienated. But like, come on. Um, But then like one of them was Do electronics often break or turn off When you walk past them So I didn't manipulate to the point Where I answered yes to that Mm. But that's that's the one That's like when you're doing The BuzzFeed What Disney princess are you Yeah And you're like Oh I like it when it's cold That's like Well you're a frozen princess aren't you Yeah Do you guys ever get that thing Where you like You go past streetlights And they go off No I've had that happen to me my whole life yeah. Hello yeah. there. Do you ever get that thing when you park in the same spot in the supermarket and your battery goes dead? No. What other? I get that all the time. Do you feel Just like sitting in my car and the battery dies? Yeah, right. We well, discussed yeah. this before, Cam. Your indigo energy <laughs> sucking out well, your battery power. There's no magnets underneath the supermarket, mate. It's clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly my aura. Um, not your love box light. <laughs> so. <laughs> If it wasn't for my aura, maybe the glove box light would turn off properly. Maybe. Uh, so I did get a category though, mm. not an indigo, but kind of just one underneath. Uh, I'm a light worker. It's a term used to describe a person who's consciously awake and aware that they have a purpose, right. which involves more than just them. Uh, yeah, me. Yep. Yeah, also unemployed. Uh, indigo children are a subgroup of light workers that have a light slash dark energy balance and obvious warrior sensibility, which I, I don't have. Right. Indigos are the ninjas or samurai or navy seals of the light workers. So I'm just a fucking grunt. Yeah. Yeah. Just Rubbish. Yeah. yeah. You're you are just a bullet sponge when, for the dark forces. Yeah, when the war goes against I don't know, the, the Crimson clan or whatever the evil ones are, I'm gonna be front lines. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna die for you, for for Salty, who's clearly an indigo. Yeah. yeah. And for me. Also, mm, no. Clearly, Indigo's yeah. got this whole glove box no. situation. No. So, there was a book written called The Indigo Children The New Kids Have Arrived mm. by Lee Carroll and Jan Toba, which also helped. That was probably around the time, like you said, the things started getting fueled off. Mm. So, I found, like, I wrote a lot of notes on this one, and I don't really know where to bloody start on them because I think. The concept of them being like astral beings who have come to Earth, probably running from parasites. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, so I told you it would be relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> than you thought. <laughs> so the, the thing that I found was like they've been here for a long time and they have trouble fitting in. Mm. And this this comes back to the whole thing where they reckon that nowadays there's no indigo children because they all just get diagnosed as ADHD and medicated. Mm. And that's why there's no more. Yeah. They're all growing old. Yeah. So there was like the the baby boomers were like the the indigo children. And then from like 78 to 95, the Gen X people was the next wave of the indigo children. But they're the ones that all ended up getting medicated. Mm. Um, and then from 1996 onwards is the, the new wave. 
and the the new indigo children nowadays are supposed to be um, here to be new teachers, and I guess what because the old ones failed, the old ones just got fucked up on hallucinogens in the seventies and sixties <laughs> and like ruined it for themselves. But like, are ADHD kids super profound beings? Um, I don't know. If they weren't so medicated, were they gonna? Are they just massively woke? Yeah. Or are they just like dickheads? Yeah. Because when I went to primary school, we didn't have ADHD kids. Mm. We just had little dickheads that caused trouble. And when I went, when I was in primary school, like corporal punishment was still a thing. So they're the ones that really? would get like bashed with the ruler across their hands, right? <laughs> they would then get medicated. Mm. They got brought in line. <laughs> And not to say that I agree with that, but like... It sounds like what you're saying. But these kids were not profound profound beings on this earth to like wake everyone up and bring us all to a higher place. They were just fucking shit stir and trouble caused little bastards. There were some little punks in my school. Yeah. That definitely fit that bill. Yeah. Would you have followed them to a new realm well, of enlightenment? I would not follow them at all. <laughs> right. I would not follow them at all. Over medication for ADHD was a significant problem. I don't know if it still is. Mm. It might be. Um, but like it was a major issue in the 90s and early yeah. aughts, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, corporal punishment. I think there's a happy medium between the two. It's probably a different podcast altogether. <laughs> you can see what people's reasoning is. Like, my kid is special. And it comes into autism as well. My kid is special. Mm. Uh, med- medical doctors don't get him. You know, he doesn't have a disorder. Mm. He's actually, or she, is, um, you know, a super, super higher being. And mm. we need to encourage them. It's good to encourage kids. Yeah. Maybe not to be super higher beings. Well, and there's a difference between being a super higher being and being a super highly functional person with autism. Mm, mm. Like that, that new show on TV, the good doctor autistic guy who's a surgeon. Well, I think it was just like, it seemed like parody. Yeah. So he's a guy with autism. Who's a surgeon. Who's brilliant. Yeah. And they're high like functioning on the autism spectrum. Is he going to lead the world into a new era? Probably not, but he's pretty good at surgery. Yeah. Yeah. We've had like multiple generations of indigo children now, though. Yeah, it's very conveniently every generation has had its wave of uh, the children who have come from another realm to mm. lead us on. Mm. But no one has been like, "Oh yeah, here we go, let's do it." Yeah, this is what you need to do. Yeah, See, another another thing. <laughs> or have they? Is it just that we've just had all of the crazy people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you know, religious figures over the years. We're doing it, and now that we're just kind of medicating them, we're not a yeah. Mm. No one's going to lead us out of this mire. See, I've also found a thing of like the t- the three different types of souls, and I get from what I remember, it was like the indigo children, the children of indigo indigos were crystals, crystal children, and then the children of those are rainbow children. Okay, so I think that's basically saying the baby boomers were the indigos, the Gen Xs were the crystals. And then the the new kids on the block, Donny, mm. and all and Co are the rainbows. Would <laughs> <laughs> be better if I could just nail all their names like that. So, and each of them have different like like I think the Indigos were the rebels who came along at that time to like break the system and and make us all like better, but mm. kind of didn't really happen. Didn't happen. No, if anything, the system's a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's very conveniently the same as like the self-image of the baby boomer generation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch, um, it was two guys 
And I think they've got some sort of like internet marketing company. I don't know if it still exists. None of their websites seem to work, but this is yeah. a few years ago. Uh, Wait, an internet marketing company that's not around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as two dudes know, like, uh, they start off the video with, we're sitting here having fun. It's one in the morning. Uh, and they were just starting to talk about indigo children. And they, they made sure to mention, if you're watching this video, you've already escaped the Matrix. Oh. So in your face, suckers. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't believe how amazing it is out here. Uh, but we know you haven't escaped the Matrix because you failed the test. Yeah. This is after I did the test. All oh, right. So well, time to go back and redo it. I think they were, but they were looking back at ve- with very rose-colored glasses at the uh, the hippie movement, as they kept calling it. They were like in the sixties and seventies. They had Pink Floyd, and they were changing the world, and that's when all the indigo children were. Right. Uh, and you know we don't have that anymore. And it's like I don't think. But they didn't change the world. No. They had Woodstock and then it just kind of f- fell apart. Yeah. If they had changed the world, we wouldn't have Rage Against the Machine and Bloody and Public Enemy singing about unfuck the world now, would we? Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, everything's great. Yeah. We're all on a higher plane of existence. But that doesn't go to pumping 90s sounding riffs, does it? No. I don't know. Some good positive hardcore came out in the 90s. Yeah. No, it didn't. <laughs> I also watched another, it was a guy and a girl, she was interviewing him like, and he was, I think his name was Indigo Jack, I don't know if it was his his birth name, I think he probably adopted that, but he's asking her about the Illuminati and Indigo, and I found with most of these videos, they were just rambling, like there was no point, Mm. just talking about how Indigo children are colourful and special, and but like while he's talking, he was staring straight at her and not the camera, it's like a webcam situation. Mm -hmm. And really awkward because, like, he didn't break eye contact with her the whole time. Mm. And she was a little bit uncomfortable by it all. It made me uncomfortable. So I stopped watching. And you didn't think to include this in when they're asking you these questions in the in the test? Well, what? Do you feel comfortable in society? Oh, yeah, I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched another video that was like, this was guaranteed to make you cry. And it was a little a lady filming a little kid and she'd given uh, – there was some – like uh, I think that's been Italian and it was subtitled and she'd given him gnocchi with octopus and he was asking yeah he's asking about the octopus and if it died and how did it die and then he's like we shouldn't eat animals and we shouldn't eat chickens and cows this is just a little kid saying this yeah and then like as he's saying like the this like sweeping music in the background yeah and then um he's like she's like you know why don't why shouldn't we eat them and he said when we eat animals they die which is wrong we kill them first yeah um and he also says they should stay standing up, but he's got octopus and octopus also swim. Yeah. So, like, he's an idiot. Did it make you cry, though? Well, it made me cry because this idiot is getting some attention. Yeah. Maybe, like, oh, teach a kid about animals better, mm. lady. Uh, and then she started crying and he's like, why are you crying, mum? She's like, oh, it's just... Because my kid's so woke. He's so beautiful. He's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, sorry, he's woke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some kids who, like, seem much more profoundly wise for their age than they are. Yeah. Just thinking about that though. It's like, you know, some kid like drops a massively woke comment. Yeah. It's like, they don't do that all the time, are they? You just remember like the, yeah. w- the wokest stuff. And then like most of the time when they're just babbling, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, this kid's an idiot. Yeah. Like all children, this child is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Animals are special. Yeah. Good one. How original. We had to lead us to the next bloody plane. Yeah. Come up with something better. So you know what the enemy of the indigo child is? Oh. Chemtrails. 
Really? Fluoride. Yeah. Oh, okay. Indigo children rely on their bloody third eye being open. All this fluoride they're drinking, mm. calcifying their pineal gland. Just, just smashing down the fluoride. Smashing down the fluoride. The pineal gland just getting closed off. Getting all calcified in that when they need it open. So the indigo children apparently need to purify themselves, not eat any meat or dairy that would have uh, steroids mm-hmm. in it. So they only get to eat puny chicken breasts. Right. Oh, so they can still eat the... Well, it says no meat or dairy from like places that have steroids in it. Okay. Stop smoking, taking drugs, anything that causes addiction. All the fun stuff. Yeah. Hashtag no fat. Hashtag no fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink pure well water. Who has a well? Go dig one, mate. There's yeah. water everywhere. My question, are wells really traditionally super pure? Like No, I can't imagine. No. Like wells get contaminated all the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, keep your well fresh. Mm. Don't dig a well and just neglect it because it's going to go a bit stanky and gross. Yep. Do all that stuff. Get rid of the fluoride. Oh, and this person also said when you have a glass of water, you should imbue it with positive thoughts. Positive okay. vibes into your water. Just, just smash positive vibes at your water and that will purify it. But- I've got all these positive vibes up in my noggin. Yeah. Yeah. Frequently. I'm a very positive person, Cam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to let them out of my head, opening me up in that process for astral, what are those things? Parasite. Astral parasites. parasites in that moment when it's all in the water. But mate, just drink the water. It seems like a, I've already had it in me. Well, in the time that the positive vibes are already heading your water, mm. you're still reabsorbing all that bloody semen. <laughs> That's going to keep yeah. you protected. Yeah. Then you smash the water down. I I would almost I, I'd almost prefer to find an indigo child, get them to smash their positive vibes into my water, mm. and then I can absorb theirs. Right. So what I propose, stay with me, mm-hmm. get some indigo children, gather them up, put them in a room somewhere. Every time we want a glass of water, just guys get positive thoughts. Yep. And then we're going to be super woke. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't with you for even a second of that. No, oh, okay. Let's round them all up. Let's round up all the different ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says Robbo. <laughs> Says Robbo. Do we have anything else on Indigo Children? Yeah, I mean, that's all I had. I, I thought it was interesting. I like the sort of delving back into the otherworldly being side of things. I didn't find as much of that as I thought. Right. I thought I'd get more, say, lizardy stuff or I'd get more... Yeah, I looked um, hard for lizards. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. It's all just that they're astral beings or... It feels like they could quite easily, say if they had a Steve Bannon type in the mix, they could quite easily get the 4chan guys on board mm. into like whipping them up into being all pro-indigo children and then would start getting the more cook stuff. Yeah. Or whip them up into a frenzy of cyberbullying all the yeah. <laughs> all the shy special kids. I, I have also been reading a book about Steve Bannon at the moment. Right. So he's on my mind. But yeah. yeah. Cam, any thoughts on Indigo Children to wrap up? No. It's just good it's good to establish another uh battlefront. Uh we, you know, you've got your interdimensional battles, you've got your intergalactic battles, and now we have these uh astral battles mm. between the indigo children and the parasites. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about them. Now, any other business? Yes. Oh, what do we got? Uh, I've got two things Mm -hmm. from the last week. Firstly, uh, the non-binding marriage equality postal survey result came in uh, on Wednesday. And 
within a few hours, I'd already found a video claiming the whole thing was rigged mm-hmm. by the Jews. Really? Who uh, they they want to dismantle our traditional uh, forms of doing everything. Yep. Uh, he could tell it was rigged in a few different ways. Firstly, uh, both Bill Shorten and Malcolm Turnbull were talking about how the legislation would be passed by December or in December. Yep. And he's like, you know how they're doing that? It's because it's already been written. Oh, my Lord. He was, I think his, his channel was called like Activist News 2. Mm. Do you know that I'm um, friendly Geordie's guy? Mm, yeah. Like the lefty like guy that does the yelly videos? Yeah. Imagine that guy if he was like an insane conspiracy theorist mm. and had zero energy. Right. <laughs> uh, imagine <laughs> friendly Geordie's if instead of like yelling at you about how the Liberal Party was gerrymandering electoral boundaries or something, if he was like, the Labor Party and the Liberal Party are conspiring to pre-write the equal marriage legislation. It was so boring. But the other way that he could tell it was rigged is uh, he had seen proof that postal workers were checking the envelopes Mm. using torches uh, and they could see who was voting no because you could shine a torch through the envelope and see what the result was inside. Now, this was – someone actually posted a picture of this on Reddit. Mm. And then what happened after that, they, you know, they posted it on Reddit. They're like, yeah, you can see right through these envelopes if you just put a torch up to them. Yeah. Some a comedian, right? I've, no, well, that was just some guy posted that on Reddit. And then uh, at Dan Nolan, uh, a troublemaker from Sydney, posted on Twitter – a variation on a joke that uh, had been quite popular during the last election, which was uh, I'm I work at the uh, post office in uh, Topeka, Kansas, throwing out all the uh, postal votes for Trump was the original joke. Right. And this one, he just posted that photo of the uh, postal survey thing with the torchlight. He said, I work at the uh, Chatswood post office. And I'm throwing out all of the no ballots. Yeah. <laughs> but now, months later, this was like, this is how you know it's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that happened this week was there was another shooting in the United uh, States, yep. if you can believe it. Yep. Very nearly was a lot worse mm, yeah. than it was. Uh, this guy, what was his name? <laughs> uh, he had a three-banger name. Yeah. Some- well, yeah. They they all do. He he was reported in like news.com.au as having the surname Gunman. Yeah. Right. Like Mark Joseph Gunman. An aptronym kind of. But his yeah. name is actually like Mark Frank Joseph or something. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like Kevin J- Jason Neal or something. Yeah. But uh they're like Kevin Neal Gunman. <laughs> and it's be- <laughs> it was literally because the sheriff had put out a uh, thing about it where they were like Kevin Neal brackets Gunman. <laughs> they think he got married and yeah. decided to lose the, the last name Gunman. Mm. Kevin Neal need Gunman, need Gunman. <laughs> but uh, he was a guy in California. Mm. He was a pot farmer. A pot farmer? Yeah. Right. Uh, he was mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he was an anti-government conspiracy theorist, according to his family. Yep. Uh, but also he complained about... so. He complained that the government was trying to do things. He had all of these ideas that his neighbours were cooking meth and, like, 
I don't know, maybe he was smelling something and he's like, oh, my neighbours are cooking meth, They're, you know, everything's against me. But also his mum was like, he was hearing messages from the washing machine. Right. Mm. My neighbours are cooking meth, it's going to contaminate my weed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he murdered his wife. Uh, apparently for like for the past few weeks, he's just been shooting guns all the time on his property. Uh, he murdered his wife, then he went out and started taking just pot shots at people and killed a few more people. And then he went to a primary school and thanked everything that they had heard that there was a gunman nearby and they'd locked the whole thing down. Mm. And he got frustrated that he couldn't get through a door easily and went on his way. It was like, so it had the potential to just be another Sandy Hook. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we still get to have insane conspiracy theories about it. Mm. Uh, according to Patriotic Beast... It was a Soros-led uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all tied into Antifa? Well, he noted on his uh, in the comments of his video, downvotes equals Antifa. Anyone downvoting the video is Antifa. So it's not just because people might think, oh, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Wait, is that how you get into Antifa then? Yeah, if I go to that vin- video and then I'm in? Yeah. I get a student with my black cloak and black hoodie? So he didn't really explain how George Soros was involved. I think the idea was that uh, Soros finds mentally ill people Mm. and then pushes them until they uh, go do something. And so in this case, uh, there's been the fires in California have affected pot farms. But I think he couldn't get insurance Mm. or he couldn't get his insurance back from it. And this is Soros that manipulated that situation to push him over the edge right and the but the idea the plan is to instill fear in everyone because like he's like you know these things normally only happen in in new york or places like that now they're doing them in these little towns and it's so that uh everyone is always afraid and it's a war on conservatives because they're like make it they want to make out that uh it's so insane how they talk about you know they're trying to make everyone afraid Mm. And it's always that conservative angle. Mm. But, like, then their response is, we need more guns. Everyone get terrified. Yeah. Antifa are going to take over. It's like, you guys are just making yourselves afraid. Yeah. Stop doing that. But uh, the reason it took, like, I don't know, a couple of hours for his name to come out after, I guess, from the beginning of the shooting Mm. until we knew everything about him, uh, it's because I had to scrub all of the all of his information so that the narrative would stay pure. Right. And uh, they've been using this mugshot of him in all of the media. He's like, where's this photo from? I can't find it anywhere. And it's got like the uh, the credit on the photo. It says Corning PD, which is the Corning Police Department. He's like, I went to their website. It's not on there. I'm really good at finding things on the internet, (sighs) but it's not on their website. So how how has the media gotten this? They gave it to them? Yeah. <laughs> hey, cop, Hey, cop. local cops, got a photo of this guy? Yeah, sure, I'll email it to you. That's that, also that weird view that if you have a YouTube channel and you Google things, you're a journalist? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're journalists. And it's like, how did, they, how did the journalists get? I have no concept of how this could work. Well, he's also, there's like, he's got family members and things. He's got his murdered wife. And this guy's like, I couldn't find their marriage certificate online. I couldn't find... Any of this info online, it's like, 
I don't go down to the public records office. Yeah. yeah. But I'll get down there quick because tomorrow there's going to be another mass shooting. You've got to be distracted by the next thing. Yeah. So, it? yeah, that was interesting. But it's like, it's just, yeah, it's very clear what has happened. It's not George Soros. It's just this situation that you're in. He shouldn't have had guns. And this guy's like, they're going to try and push this agenda that uh, we need tougher gun laws. But it's like, this guy had two felonies. He shouldn't have had guns anyway. Mm. It's like, well, then those laws should have been enforced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, he so he's been firing off guns for like the last few months, just like emptying drums of ammunition. And his neighbours called the cops, and the cops are like, "Oh, this is really a matter for like your uh, the, the local housing authority. They have these things in the states for neighbourhoods, oh, HOAs. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I can't remember what the uh, it's just the house owners agreement. Yeah, the ha- yeah. yeah, they're really <coughs> messed up. It's like you've got to keep your uh, like lawn trimmed to a certain state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. can't paint your house without getting permission and like getting a, you, the colours approved first. And right. things. They like run people out of neighbourhoods for like having a slightly untidy tidy lawn or something. It's yeah. really messy. But generally, they probably don't want to get involved in. Uh, hey, look, you're just driving down house prices by firing your semi-automatic <laughs> machine yeah. gun all day. Yeah, maybe you limit it to like five mags. <laughs> but like that, that between six and eight, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that does seem like it should be a job for the police. Yeah. Especially when he's not supposed to have any guns. Yeah. And he's be- he was he'd already been charged with assault with a deadly weapon against one of the people he ended up murdering mm. and they had a restraining order out against him. It's like take the guns off him. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but he'd already shown that he'd stab his neighbour, so what who cares? Yeah. Well, if they take it, that's the thing. If they take the guns off, you just would have stabbed all those people. Yeah. Mm. Just as efficient. Anything uh, else? I think that's about it. Uh, there's a random PK Truth guy that's popped up on Twitter. He follows me apparently on Twitter. Oh. I don't think he's the real PK Truth. Though. No, no. But like people are people are responding to him saying, "Oh, PK, love your work. Thanks for your follow." So he's is that the account that is says real PK? Truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I guess other than that, there are so many. Conspiracy things happening at the moment. I noticed there was a uh, just on the PK Truth thing. I noticed he was like following some other like real accounts. So like there was like a real David Duke one. I think yeah, maybe. yeah. I think there might be a little network of fake accounts that this maybe it's just the one person running. Right. Well, the the term real like Donald Trump uses real Donald Trump. Mm. Alex Jones uses it. Um, there's a few other people that use it. Mm. So yeah, that's because that's like from back in the day when they thought they had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So many other conspiracy things happening at the moment. It seems Russia is about to come to a head. Oh, yeah. Um, which I, maybe we should revisit that in maybe. a couple of months. Well, uh, all of the DMs between uh, Assange oh, yeah. and Donald Trump Jr. came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was crazy. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't really prove no. the thing. The interesting thing was that, like, Assange would DM Donald Trump Jr. And, like, shortly afterwards, Trump Jr. or Trump would do, like, what he'd suggested. Yeah. But he, they wouldn't acknowledge these yeah, yeah. thirsty DMs at all. Uh, also, there was, I think, $400,000 wired to um, Russian embassies from Russian banks with for the campaign, for the election, sorry, as a note on all the transactions. <laughs> all right. um, which seems so bizarrely stupid, but, like... Uh, 
who's going to waste $400,000 from a Russian bank mm, <laughs> to, to set them up? Um, so that's coming out. And there's heaps more stuff coming out. So There's also one thing I saw coming out was someone's done a big study on like uh, Russian bots mm. uh, tweeting about Brexit stuff. Mm. But I did see that like their methodology for determining who was a bot is really, really off. Yeah, yeah. There was a someone pointed out that like one of the ones they specifically named was at Miro, which was this Twitter account that uh, posted lots of pro Brexit stuff. And then shortly after Brexit happened, their account just disappeared. Right. right. And it's like, what could have happened to that account? Well, that was Milo Yiannopoulos' account. Right. <laughs> that wasn't a Russian bot. So it's like, I do question yeah, how you yeah. came to the conclusion that these were all Russian bots. I've been running a little experiment myself. Oh, yep. Uh, using some Twitter API stuff, looking at uh, Russian-based accounts, mm. tweeting about MAGA stuff, Make America Great Again sort of hashtags. Uh, mainly founding like cooked uh, expats. Right. Or like just Russians who are like, Openly Russian. Yeah, yeah. But then that's how they'd do it. They wouldn't set their account to be Russian, would they? No, no. Oh, well. That's how you know you can't trust them. Shall we uh, wrap this baby up? Yeah. yeah. If you want to find us online, hypotheticalinstitute.com, Hypothepod on Twitter, Hypothetical Institute on Facebook, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Redbubble where you can get some sick Hypothepod merch. Yeah. Just check like the top of the screen to see if there's a discount before you buy anything. <laughs> we might um, pop some new stuff up soon as well. Some yeah. Christmas gear? Some Christmas gear, mate. Yeah. 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 What do you get for the person who's got everything but is also a little bit cooked? Yeah. Well, you'll find out soon. Or super woke. Yeah, oh, true. yeah. True, true. Uh, you can get me at Ale of a Time and Ale of a Time.com on the internet. I am at Real Salt Marsh. No, just at Salt Marsh on Twitter. Andrew Solmash illustration on Facebook. And can I just say a big thanks to that one person who sent in a tinfoil hat photo? Oh, yeah. That was great. I'll do you a little sketch card at some stage. I'm not going to draw you as the winner of the competition yet, just in case some more people do it. Yeah, do we want to put like two more episodes, two more weeks, and then we'll draw it? Yeah, two more weeks. People send in, make a tinfoil hat, make it as funny as you want, mm. send us a photo. Yeah, love it. Because at the moment, if you send one in, you've got a 50-50 chance yeah. of winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at Sextonheimer on Twitter and uh, gather around me Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Now, I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been a... Uh you know, I've been a very lustful guy where I was, you know, out and I was stuck in my lower chakras doing doing everything that a, uh, you know, a horny rabbit would do. Just go out and goes out and, you know, tries to fertilize everything, even the ground. <laughs> but it's called sex transmutation. There is an energy, we call it sex energy, within the human body that can be can be used to either produce riches, because the book is about building business and riches and, and power in the world. Raising awareness of this stuff will change your life, okay? Because knowledge is light, knowledge is power, and just being forewarned or having awareness of things that are literally controlling you at every moment. Our main task is to spiritualize the vessel of God. 
this 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 temple worship at your own temple because if not then you're it's gonna shut your consciousness it's gonna trap your consciousness and that's what's happened mostly on this planet and so the semen is a is a huge is is a great tool you can use to hold in your semen stop wasting your life force I just removed one from my back and it was one of the most like when I realized what was sucking on me what was attached to my energetic field it literally terrified me <laughs> 